This episode of Core is sponsored by Arcane, a Netflix original series from the creators of League of Legends. Dive into League of Legends and uncover the origin of some of your favorite champions with the animated event of the year. Arcane is now streaming exclusively on Netflix. Core, everybody. This is Core, talking about games, the industry, and more. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, and it is Thursday, November 11th, 2021. Happy birthday, Skyrim! You're 10 years old, baby! Woo! Usroda! Yeah, can you believe it? 10 years of... Uh, and that was a big deal, because it was 11-11-11 back then. And it was like, mm. Bethesda had snagged the greatest release date, uh, numbers-wise, of maybe all time. I remember Sonic Tuesday was a big thing once, and there was a Mortal Monday release for Mortal Kombat. It's ours. (laughs) But they were like, you know what? I mean, there may have been other games released on the 11th, but that one was the game to play. That had to be the most important game released on that date. Yeah. And is anyone, I mean, I guess, if you already have... there's only 12 other dates like that, right? Yeah, you only get... 12, 1, 1, 1, 2, 2, 2, 3, 3, 3, 4, 4, 4, 5, 4, 5, 6, 6, 7, 7, 7, 8, 8, 8, 9, 9, 9, 10, right. 10, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, I wonder, though, like, I wonder if uh, they will aim for, like, Starfield on 2, 2. No, that would, they're not going to be ready by February. It's over. 2, 22, 22. Yeah. Like, that is a very good date, but I don't think they're going to hit they're it for start. It. The, ne- the next date like that would be January 1st, 3001, I think. Oh Considering Christ. everybody got pushed back to February, I think the, like, grand melee for 2, 22, 22 is going to be big. Yeah, that You're might be the You're going to see a lot game. of competition for that slot because everybody has put their date as February right now. Uh, most of those will probably get pushed back, but the ones that are ready, I'm like, okay, who's going to take the date? Who's going to get it? Yeah. Oh, Ziggurat's right. They already did a date. They're not Ziggurat. Sorry, Lyle Shrub. It's 11-11-22. So they're aiming for the 11th again. They just can't play with that final number, but... I guess the technically real that's important. Is yeah, four twenty sixty nine. That's the one. I'm, <laughs> that's the one I'm claiming. That's the one you want. Um, look at that though. Eleven, eleven, twenty two. That's like one one equals two. Another uh, one plus one equals two, and then the final number is the two and the two, which makes the twenty two. So it's a nice fun number to play. Boy, with. I bet people are so glad they tuned in to listen to grown men do <laughs> the most rudimentary math explanations they've ever heard. Look, they should just they should just realize that they're just deluding themselves by saying it's kind of cool too. Either you have eleven, 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 or you don't, or you don't, right? And or Skyrim had and it. That's it. Yeah, Skyrim had it. It had dragons. It had one voice actor who did like half the people in the game. It was amazing. It was a great game. We're ten years on. They got a brand new version of it called the Anniversary Edition. And I think if you already have the enhanced one, it's either cheaper or free. I'm not sure. Um, but since Microsoft owns it all, it'll end up being on Game Pass anyway, so I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, I want to see the Alexa one in action. I keep meaning to look it up, but the Alexa um, one. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, the Alexa version of Skyrim. Skyrim Alexa edition. Cancel. Oh my gosh, my thing went off because I said the name. Oh. Is it Alexa? Yeah, I said the name. And it Say went Alexa, download Skyrim. It won't do it now. Oh, should I do that? Okay. Yeah. Alexa, download Skyrim. Oh. 
It turned purple. Is that normal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, ga- the yeah. game has started. That's how you know it's working. Oh my god! You're now in for some total recall action. Have a nice evening. <laughs> so is the whole is the whole thing? Is it like a text adventure? Is how they've done it? So I can say move forward and go north, or whatever? I don't know. I, I assume so. It's audio. It's an audio only version of Skyrim. Ah, weird. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's real. And they're not going to try to gouge me to make me pay for that one, too, because that's what they do for Skyrim remakes and re-releases and everything. I guess not. I kind of want the Switch version because I've been playing my Switch a lot and I just sort of want it. I put XCOM on my Switch this week. Don't ask me why. I just did. Well, I know why. I can tell you why. It was on sale for like a ridiculous... Why did you put it on XCOM, Scott? It was... X- XCOM on my Switch... Or on Xbox. Was only... No, Switch. my Switch was only... I'm so confused. It was only like <laughs> eight bucks or something for, for XCOM 2 War of the Chosen, the whole thing. And I thought, well, I really like that game and oh. I, I wouldn't be so bad to have it on a portable uh, system. And I... Yeah. And I'd heard... It's got the whole thing. So I, I had heard that oh. that version of the game you know, cut some corners on fidelity, but I don't care. It's a little tiny screen on my little portable device. So I didn't really care that much. So I got it. And you know what? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It was cheap. Is it a big sale going on? I think I might, I didn't really finish XCOM too. It's, might be fun to play on this. I can't judge anybody for jumping on a good deal because I, I just bought a stupid Genji statue because it was only 20 bucks and it's normally almost 200. Wait. You bought a Genji statue, Did like the really? Blizzard uh, yeah. Fidelity. Where? Yeah. What? what, what? Show and tell. Show From and tell. the Blizzard. No, I don't. Because here. Oh shit! Look, this is how much I didn't want it. It's still in the packing box. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do an unpacking show. Let's go. <laughs> where does where does it say Genji? It says Genji somewhere on this. Right thing. there. You like, just missed it. There. Hey, it is. I see. I see. Ow, Genji statue. <laughs> It says somewhere on. The I don't list. even want it. Why did you get it then? Why did you spend? Because that? it was twenty dollars for a two hundred dollar statue. Yeah. See, I don't know about statue rules, but I have rules for games. I if I rebuy a game I own and it's under ten bucks, it's legal. Yeah, you can like it's that. okay. There's there's no beating myself up for it. There's no there's, like that's my rule of thumb when it comes to games. Uh, statues. I don't know. You like statues. I do. You know, it can go up next to the Tracer statue and make everybody think I cared about a game. I mean, if, I that was Sylvanas, that about. if that was Sylvanas, your reaction would be completely different. Well, yeah, right. But you've already got the Sylvanas statue. Actually, that was good. You didn't really something. like Genji that much. And you kind of don't like Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> when, I think about, when I think about all the times we've talked about Overwatch, you're like, I just don't like that game. Yeah. The good news is he's a Heroes of the Storm character, so I can always go, well, yeah, Genji and Heroes. Yeah, Genji and Heroes, who I can't can't stand in heroes so it's funny that you like him there i don't like him in heroes i know a lot of people I like, like him. all the heroes characters i like mo- only in heroes I'm, i like most of them genji always it just wasn't my jam for some reason and he's not in the shooter either genji's just not my thing fast yeah. moving ninjas I, it turns out i'm not as big a fan of those as some people are Bo really likes playing Genji because uh, I've heard his reaction to getting good sword swings in fact he put it on his little trailer for his stream so Oh, yeah. is that I true? Know exactly I don't know. I don't know if much, it's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how much. Bo that was likes. a mistake. But I said a very adult thing uh, one time. <laughs> it wasn't you and Tomb. You entombed a bunch of people, and I dragon bladed them all. And I, uh, well, he I, just I, wanted I, us I, to know that I, he was going to be finished, there shortly. We'll <laughs> I, I, yeah, I said I, I was on my way in a more adult way. Um, yeah. Anyways, John, here's yeah. what you should do. You don't you don't unbox it. You keep it mint. And uh-huh. when the price goes back up and that sale's nowhere to be seen, 
you could sell that for a cool 150 or 100 even and yeah. make 80 bucks to 150 bucks on your on your investment that's what you should do. Yeah. Just got to wait till that hot product Overwatch 2 comes out and people get Hey, you, you never know. Again. It's it's speculating, but that could be an amazing game. Yeah. We don't know. Could be great. <laughs> wow. I'm we actually, don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know it. exactly what it is because I'm pretty sure I played it when it came out several years ago. Oh, <laughs> zing, zing, zing. We don't know. It's been delayed. Maybe they'll put extra stuff in it, extra yeah. TLC. Yeah, they're going to take all this, the bad stuff out. I'm more excited about it after it got delayed than I was if it wasn't delayed because uh, I just I think they have a chance here to to eliminate some harassment at the company, therefore making it more uh, positive for me to buy something like Overwatch Two when it actually comes out. So take your time, Blizzard, fix your shit, yeah. and then also make that game. But there's no rush because John's right. What you've already shown looked a lot like Overwatch, so. You know, I know this is an easy thing to to, to levy at a, at a game. Um, people do this with Halo Infinite, even though no one's played it. They're basing their feelings strictly on a couple of videos they've seen. And in their minds, that just looks like such a Halo-ass Halo that it's a little like Overwatch 1 and 2, like where spot the difference kind of problem. I think in the playing, we'll, we'll see the differences. But, but on that surface, yeah, they're making a thing that looks like what you expect it to look like. And... It's a weird, that's a weird criticism, right? Like yeah. in, in Overwatch, it makes sense because gameplay wise, I, I, I honestly, I didn't, I couldn't tell what two was bringing to the table. I'm not sure they've really said, you know, we just assume there'll be competitive stuff and it'll mostly be multiplayer focused. And, you know, so we kind of know what that is. In Halo's case, we don't know anything about the campaign. We don't know anything about, uh, well, we know enough about multiplayer now after the tests and stuff, but, um, you know, it's a it's a kind of thing that, you know, if you want to stay true to your franchise, how much are you allowed to deviate like visually? It's true. I think here's where I think Overwatch and it, honestly, it's on me. I, so I don't want a, this to sound like a criticism actually at Blizzard, because I do think part of this is my fault. It's me making logic leaps that I probably shouldn't have. But we all know that that game started out as something else from what it became. It was going to be the next big MMO is what Overwatch was going to be, was yeah. the Titan. And then they didn't do that. It turned into Overwatch. They put Overwatch out. And I think that put my brain in a space of this universe could be anything. It could be an MMO. They could make an XCOM style game with it. They could make a cool third person shooter. They could do they could do all sorts of stuff. What a cool IP. Because I still stand by. I think the look of the Overwatch characters, I think the universe, I think the storytelling, I think it's all pretty good. And it's it's very comic booky and very Saturday morning cartoons. And I just like the look and feel and tone of it. I just don't like that core game that much and so when they go okay well we're gonna make something i think my brain went to well surely they'll make something different not the same the game but same, with yeah. a two next to it yeah. and so i think i started thinking about like oh well what if they do finally make the mmo what if this allowed them to find the game they wanted to make or what if they decided to make something else off of it. Like this could be the thing that opens that door for me. And then it just ended up being like, well, okay, but it's more overwatch. And I went, Oh, it's literally more of the thing that I think is the worst part of the game. So I think a lot of that is me setting too much expectations on them, which is, I will say is unfair, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm not that interested in overwatch. (laughs) No, I love it. I love the world, the characters and everything else, but they want me super excited. They got to show me something new. 
It can't just be the same thing. Uh, well, there you go. Our, our pre-show Blizzard talk. We've had it. We've done it. And now we can do this. Uh, so that League of Legends show, Arcane, that's on Netflix, uh, I think... Oh, How many episodes are on now? Four, five, six? Three of nine. Three of nine. Great Borg character, by the way. Three, of, three nine. of nine. Oh, yeah. One of the great Borgs. Uh, never forget three of nine. Um, he was a Canadian, good. and he was like, we're going to assimilate you. Ah, crap. You said Canada. Hold on. I have to play this thing. Okay. There we go. Canada! Three of nine, not quite as nice. Oh. Oh, you're fine. I just played it. Three of nine, not quite as nice as six of nine. No. No. And seven of nine. Well, we know what happened there. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's called Arcane. It uh, is out in three episodes. Uh, I wanted to make sure I saw some of it before tonight's show because I wanted to talk about it. And so I did. I ended up watching the first episode yesterday. Um, I think it's rad, like legitimately very, very cool. And um, I don't think you need to know shit about League of Legends to have it be approachable. If you just like incredible animation, first of all, the the style and the... The, the, just the way that thing looks is insane. Um, but I don't think you need to be a giant fan of the MOBA or anything about these characters beforehand. I think it builds a really cool, interesting world, even in that first episode, without me really knowing much about those characters. And I think it's freaking cool. Um, Bo, you're all caught up, right? You've seen the whole schmear. Well, yeah, I watched the first. There's only the first three episodes. So I watched them. I watched it twice. Yeah. I watched it one one night, and then I was like, "What do I want to watch? I just want to watch this again. It was so good." Yeah, um, yeah. Amazing. I think you just said it all. It's like there's not actually that much to say about it. It's not all out. It's not a deep story, but it's very well written mm-hmm. and it's very emotional. Drag pulls you in, and you don't have to. I think you don't have to know anything about the game. That being said, the whole thing's not out yet. Right. Um, I have reason to believe that whatever's coming later might be more. You know. We see abilities from the games and things like that. And so we'll see how that translates. Like yeah. if it starts, I think if I was not a gamer and I'm just watching a fun animated thing, but it starts to feel like I'm just watching an ad for toys, you know, if that becomes obvious, that might make someone lose interest. But these first three episodes are amazing. They they, yeah. they have nothing to do with a video game from what I can tell at all. Mm. Like there's. It's you all know, world there's, there's building. There's a little hint here or there, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot of world building, a lot of character building. It's a lot of just re- the music and sound work. The voice acting's insane. It's really good, like legitimately fantastic yeah, so far. I'm that's really the key excited. thing is that it's very well done. Yeah. Like if you would have told me like, oh, Pixar made this, I would have went, oh, they did. <laughs> like I would have, you know, like I, I get any I name any DreamWork, like name any reputable studio doing a high quality film, you mm-hmm. know, and I would have. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like it's 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 also stylistically. There's just some there's some different sauce here. Like I I don't know, maybe it's a a, a game cinematic approach to art or something, but it's painterly in a weird way and just yeah. I haven't seen it in motion yet, but just the still images I've seen from it, um, I've just looked at and gone, oh my gosh, this looks like this looks really really nice. I, I don't I know don't, if it moves as nice as it looks still, but it looks really, it moves really good. real good. You know those um, World of Warcraft uh, shorts that they do? They're not they're painted, but they're not super animated. Oh, right. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like yeah. if what if they fully animated one of those? Yeah, yeah. In a way, it's like, like a painting. Like, it's like take that like painting. style and then 
and then fully animate it and you're just like oh my god it's beautiful yeah it's really something john you gotta you gotta watch it and see it in motion it's a really yeah impressive. i've heard so much good stuff i think i have to get over my my weird bias which i didn't even know that i had because i've played league of legends yeah. uh i don't it's not like i'm radically opposed to the idea of it or at least i didn't think i was but as soon as the notion of watch the League of Legends show entered my head. I went, pish posh, no. And I'm not going to do that. And uh, then I heard it was very good. And I was like, well, people say it's good. Should I watch it? And then again, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. And then Bo was like, guys, have you seen Arcane? It's really good. And no, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to watch it. I don't want to watch the dumb League of Legends show. And everybody just kept raving about it. And now I'm like, eh, I, I got to watch it. I got to see it. I don't know why I have this weird like a bias towards them, but I got to get over it and watch yeah, it. It's neat it, it, for someone to say it's not good. They, they, that, that, that's a lot of they would take a lot of effort, even if you didn't like it. But to say like that, it wasn't an excellent effort or wasn't well written. And like, it's just. The only thing I can throw mud I can throw at it is like I don't like the kind of uh, music that that really? is oh. sometimes used to soundtrack like Imagine Drag like this like I think the soundtrack's awesome it, it's real good I'm surprised to hear I, you say I, that well the the, the the soundtrack that isn't the pop songs that they're trying to sell off a CD you know what I mean like uh, so like the, the title mm-hmm. like and I'm not saying they're bad music it's just in my mind it doesn't fit because that's what they play those those types of songs are what they play for their esports productions. You know what I mean? It's like when I'm going to watch League of Legends final. Yeah, they got Imagine Dragons on stage pumping out some rocking songs about being champions. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like it just doesn't fit. I, I, not that it's bad. I'm just like I don't know. But it's a small like if I feel even kind of unfair even criticizing it or anything. Like it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty hard. It's pretty hard to dislike this. Honestly, yeah. I'm sure not everything is for everyone, but. If you like like video game cinematics, uh, this is a you know just a really long, extended, uh, engaging story. I think that's a great way to, to to actually look at it. It's a it's a multi part one of those, and it, it has all those things we like about those. There's a lot of flash to it, and there's a lot of technical prowess and you know animation skills and things on display here that I think are a cut above your average quote-unquote 3d anime or whatever you might see on something like netflix or a, a streaming show and uh just like color wise and tone and i don't know there's real edge to stuff this the swears are real and they don't feel forced and i don't know there's just something about it i was i i gotta admit i was completely blown away by it i really like it so far and uh it's nice about the characters too is it doesn't feel like a retread on something that's been done before mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's like, it's some it's poor pair of sisters in a poor part of a science-y, magic-y town. Like, it's, there isn't really like an analog to it, so it kind of also feels just a little fresh or original. Like, I don't know, it, it's, it's, it doesn't feel like, even if it was not that as good as it was, it still would also feel like not something I've really seen a show about before, yeah. if that makes sense. That's, like it's, that's fair, I think. I think that's a really good, yeah. um, a good way of describing it. Um I think Haley Steinfeld's great in everything she's in, but she is in particular doing great work, voice work here as V or Vi. Is it Vi or V? Vi. Okay. Vi. Um, some yeah, of these. It's V for Vendetta. The other. <laughs> some of these <laughs> actors and actresses, you know, like show, I never say her name right. Shora Aganashalu. She plays Grayson. She's the lady on the expanse, the, the UN lady with the cool low voice. 
Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, uh, Christian Azafaral. Uh, Bobby. As or, a fra- oh, oh, my God. I can't believe I got it wrong. <laughs> Christian Asafarala. No, that's not Close. Right. I don't think it's Asafarala. Avasarala. Avasarala. There you go. Um, she's very good she's in this. She's amazing at Expanse. Oh, yeah, my God. She's good in this, too. I, I just, mm, I'm really, really happy with it. And it's got, I mean, IMDb is through the roof over it. 9.4 out of 10. That's as high as you get over there. That's all user reviews. And uh, I, yeah, think it's, it's I think it's pretty, cool. So, it's getting pretty universal <clears throat> wins. I mean, as it stands right now, you know, we're not done yet. And I'll wait until we're done before I make any kind of final judgment. But it already feels like maybe the best video game adaptation of any kind to film or TV that I can think of. That's awesome. I can't think of anything else that made me go. I mean, what are, what are the good ones? What are the contenders? Yeah, Castlevania. Castlevania's awesome. That's um, Witcher, Witcher TV. I guess Witcher's Witcher, based on the book. The, it doesn't count. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It is based more on the books, although they have nods to the game. But yeah, it's. Um, but I mean, if you were to even just to say cross pollinating style, because a lot of people know of the the reason the show is made because people are playing the video games, not because they're reading. The oh book, yeah, right? no, I think that, that so, those that series as popular as it is internationally in terms of the books, it it it. It got a lot. There's a lot of boost happening there because people know that the game series for sure, and that yeah, so, that version so of Geralt if we allow that in there, maybe Witcher. But I would say I'm enjoying this much more than I've enjoyed The Witcher. Or oh, easily for me. I watched a bit of Castlevania and I stopped. So this is oh really? I like Castlevania that, quite yeah. a bit, but um, now I there's stuff I, I I'm willing to say the Warcraft film definitely is not the best in some ways, but there's parts of that I really really love, like the whole opening leading up to the title card. It's just from good. start to finish is amazing. Like there's lots of amazing things in the Warcraft movie. What bugs uh, me about yeah. this a little bit is here we have League of Legends. This is dumb to be annoyed about, but I'm going to be annoyed. Yeah. Okay. League of Legends, which its entire model is based on a mod for Warcraft 3. And that mod for Warcraft 3 meant you were taking Warcraft 3 characters and they were using them and Dota much more, you know, is much more close resemblance to what's still left of the Warcraft three part of it. And, uh, you know, good uh, league deserves credit for separating themselves in a much more, I think, unique way. Characterizations and stuff are different and all that. But at the end of the day, this and all MOBAs sprang from that weird, that weird fresh soil that was Warcraft three's modding community. And then they have enormous success, right? It becomes, an overnight success and has uh, an insane amount of growth and they're huge and all of this. And then they make this rad thing that's really rad, like stands on its own and is super cool. And then I just look at Blizzard and go, why aren't you doing, why didn't, haven't you, and why aren't you doing this? Like, why yeah. aren't you way ahead of this on an animated list? Imagine this style, but with all of the Warcraft shit, imagine a Warcraft series on Netflix, nine episodes, that is done with this level of fidelity, this much care, this much sound, this much voice, everything else, you would own the the games to animation uh, space, whatever that is. It would be a huge, overwhelming success. Well, and they the just don't do it. Grandma would know who Thrall was. Like, I think the thing this cartoon is going to do for League is that people who don't play the game are going to watch it too, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can see them even marketing that way right now. I mean, you can see advertising campaigns that say things like, want more arcane? Check out leagueoflegends.com. You know, like, they're they're already targeting people that are like, oh, that arcane show on Netflix was super cool, searching for it and them going, hey, find out more by playing this League of Legends game. Like, it it's smart. 
Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing is I do wonder sometimes if there is an element to timing with it, like blizzard being first, does that also put them in a position where they're too early for this stuff? Yeah. Like is, is riot being able to do a show like arcane possible because they're doing it right now where we have streaming platforms being more willing to take bigger risks if Blizzard had tried to do this back in the day, I don't know if they would have succeeded. In fact, I think the fact that we got the Warcraft movie that we got was a real testament to when those that probably started because they were trying to make a Warcraft movie for a very long time, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and that thing was in production and, from, what, 2013 to 2016 before it launched or whatever? It's so like a three-year production. And, and that's like not even counting like early drafts and stuff like that. Yeah. So... And it kind of feels like it was this old school look at things of like, oh, we got to get a movie. And, you know, it again, it's kind of that not that movies are, you know, going extinct like dinosaurs. But like, what's more exciting to you about a video game property, a really cool stylized Netflix series or somebody adapting something to a live action movie? 100 percent series. 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and you're right. We're having a moment here, right? Like this is happening a lot and it's happening kind of suddenly in the larger scheme of things. I just don't think they were ready for it. And I take out of this all the issues they're having right now. It's not even what I'm talking about. That is completely separate. They don't have minds over there that are thinking ahead enough to say, look, in, in the year 2016, 2017, going, look, this is heading this way. We know it is because we smart enough to know because some people are. These arcane guys knew. Uh, so they, they should know and they should know because they have some of the most lucrative, most important IPs in gaming's history, Diablo, Warcraft, and I would argue Overwatch is on that list. Starcraft, all of them could fit in this. Somebody not making that a priority over there and devoting a bunch of effort, focus and resources toward that end is insane to me. I don't understand it. Because now everyone's reaping the benefit. Freaking Konami, who makes mostly pachinko machines now. They barely make video games anymore. They're benefiting from the streaming revolution and scripted animated television with Castlevania. And some other stuff coming up. They got a Metal Gear Solid thing coming. Like, they got all kinds of shit in the works. Konami! (laughs) No one cares about them. Capcom, too. They got their Monster Hunter series. And even freaking Dota's got a show. Like, I think Blizzard dropped the effing ball here. And and I, yeah, and the I t- fact that Overwatch didn't exist as a cartoon, especially with how successful those shorts were and how much they got people talking, and that they never progressed that beyond it's going to be long form trailers for our shooter game, yeah, is a, a real travesty. It's a crime. That stuff would have been perfect serialized television in that style. It would have owned the. Sp- oh, that just frustrates me. Because I know it was possible, I know it was seeable, and they know they have the money. They certainly have that, and they just didn't do it. The other cool thing is... I would have taken a StarCraft series, please. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh yeah. can you believe it? Can you understand just how awesome that would be? <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. It would be very awesome. <laughs> like, like, imagine. Just, just the like Jim Ray trailers story. are awesome. Like, to get the, please hire the same kind of talent that made those wonderful trailers and like just make a show. Jim Final. Rainer and Tychus hanging out in a bar. Alora for real says Final Fantasy 14 has a Netflix show coming. Is that true? 
I heard that. I heard they're doing something with it. I don't know if it's a Netflix show. It's hard to tell with Allura. Laura likes to type a lot of lies in the chat to be funny. Yeah. Laura likes to. <laughs> wow. So, well, it's wow. not it is a known factor. Allura likes to put little trolly things in there to get to get people going. So, uh <laughs> It's entirely possible that's what's happening there. Who knows? I mean, it could be real. I'm pretty sure I did hear that. But yeah. is that why there's a for real? Because it's not for real? <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite. You know, I've learned that nothing on the internet is real anymore. So I've I've come to terms with it. I no longer believe anything and I no longer disbelieve anything. It just sort of exists. So someone yeah. could say, did you hear? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Helen Hunt's face exploded on t- live TV. And I go, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I'll find out later either that did or didn't happen. I don't know. I don't know why I pulled Helen Hunt down with me, but I'm just saying. Poor Helen Hunt. <laughs> it wasn't my... Jeez. It's a weird poll, I admit. I haven't um, seen her on anything in a while. Well, here's your transition uh, to... that. It's a good transition because uh, Final Fantasy XIV, as if I somehow predicted the future, did indeed get delayed by two weeks, like right after the show last week, I think Friday morning. It, it was announced actually i think it might have even been that night or the following night but yeah it, they did a live letter and yoshi p uh in tears said it is solely my fault and responsibility the game needs another two weeks basically not for development Wait, uh, tears yeah, yeah 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 he was upset for two weeks yeah Dude, you you've seen that guy. Uh, talk. I'm, I'm getting a little tired of this guy. I gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> come on, he's what? He's, but it's, he, it's, he it's, needs it's, to go on vacation. He's too stressed. Well, you're probably weeks. not wrong on that, but uh, but basically the the point is is that they were on a very tight deadline um, with the release of Endwalker. And the net result was that they were not going to, if they were going to hit their original timeline, they were not going to have enough time to do QA testing on the final product and on server tests and stuff like that. And it was a case of they either released the content in bits, did it without QA testing and hope for the best, Mm. or push it back two weeks and they pushed it back. That's the right choice. The the community should get together and make it four weeks and let Yoshi P have a two week vacation. (laughs) You know what? I would be about that. I don't know how we would convince him to do it. The guy seems like go fund me buy, or you can buy a cosmetic, uh, uh, dress and final fantasy 14 in order to fund his vacation. But, well, that's how you do it. Yeah. You just put an item in the game. You got to pay money for That's how you do it. That's a good idea. Bo, you're starting to get into this free-to-play world in a really smart way. You know what's going on. You know where the money, you know where the rubber meets the road. I like it. I like it. Buy, buy the yeah. Yoshi P vacation dress. I would do that in a heartbeat. That guy works hard. And that guy, I mean, Bo is not wrong. Like, getting this upset over two weeks does seem like, uh, you know, like a lot. But, you know, it, it kind of speaks to the passion that they have for that product. He he was very emotional about it. He said he's never delayed a game in the history of being a director or producer. It's never something he's had to do. And he felt this was very hard to uh, to commit to. But especially because, scary. again, he said it's his fault. He assumed sole responsibility for it. And not just in the I'm the leader, therefore it's my fault way in the, I'm the director and the producer and I need hands on, on everything. And I'm a bit of a control freak when it comes to this game. And I kept telling him to do a bunch of extra stuff. 
and I kept being the reason that things got pushed back. So it's also a cultural it, thing at play here. There's a lot of yeah. that. That's how they take they take that stuff seriously over there. They take the responsibility seriously. I, you know, friends that grew up in Japan and they would tell you this happens all the time with everything. Like I remember the stories about the Virtua Boy guy, um, just devastated that the Virtua Boy didn't succeed, and uh, like to the point of almost like suicidal. It was so bad. Oh my god! Yeah, like like sad because I was, I was gonna like, I was, making fun of the virtual boy. Because <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna ask though, like I'm sure it's not commonplace, but is the ritual seppuku still like a thing that happens sometimes? Like, is that well, they have the culture is different than ours, right? So I'm like, I'm legit worried about Yoshi P being like, uh, I dishonored the game. <laughs> you know, like well, the highest- I, I don't I don't know if it's common uh, or a thing, but I'm just like, yeah, like. Chill out, man. Just go on vacation, dude. Blame your subordinates. Let me see if I can find it. The highest. <laughs> I got this lazy guy on floor 11. That's the reason it's late. Here it is. It used to be. We're firing the... him. It's all good, though. J- Japan used to have the highest suicide rate in the world. I don't know if they still do. Um, okay, here it is now. As of as of 2019, we have a. Oh, yeah. Interesting. We have a new top 10. Uh, Lesotho. I don't know where that is. Uh, Ghana. Um. South Korea. Wait, are you looking up most suicides by yeah, city? Yeah, yeah, by country. Oh, uh, really dark place yeah. we've gone. I just want to know if it's still oh a thing in Japanese. Well, country. that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, here it is. Suicide in Japan. That's Bo- not what you're looking for. You're looking for numbers. Bo just wanted to know if that was still a thing. Okay, here you go. Well, doesn't that say, I mean, if if that, if if that it's still a popular uh, cultural thing to do. I mean, does it still happen from time to time? Yeah. Someone, because we here, we're like, we're depressed. We have no other option. My impression from movies, not well-educated in this regard, <laughs> you know, is that if they are enough of an embarrassment and failure, then one makes up for it with the, you know, the ultimate price. Right? Well, here's, here, let me read this to you. Suicide in Japan. Suicide, uh, Japan's total number places it significantly outside the top 10 these days, but suicide is nonetheless a serious concern there. Suicide is the leading cause of death of, in men between ages of 20 and 44 and women ages 15 to 34. That's the number one cause of death. Uh, the government has been active in intervention, blah, blah, blah. Japanese men are twice as likely to commit suicide as their female counterparts, particularly after a divorce. Uh, of particular concern is suicide among men who have lost their jobs or are no longer able to provide for their families. People are expected to stay married to a single person and stay on a job for their entire life. And the pressure of this expectation can make a divorce or job feel like the ultimate failure. Uh, that Okagara Forest is that famous forest at the base of Mount Fuji, uh, where people go hang themselves a lot. Anyway, so it's still a thing. Still, you know, it's a, it's, it's so a I thing. Just, I just want Yoshi to have a vacation. Maybe spend some time in America. I agree. Learn to be a little more self-centered. Yeah, I, I agree. He seems <laughs> Or upset. Canada, or Canada. Not throw, I'm not throwing shade, uh, but just, you know. Yeah, I agree. He might just, he might just be too close to it. Because, like, I always see about how much this guy cares about his game, and he's out in the public a lot. And I don't know if he was like that before, the exodus of Azeroth, <laughs> but you know, he has a lot of people now, probably all those wow people are like, Hey, this shit's imbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about that. They're not a lot. bugging yeah. Blizzard as much anymore. They're bugging, they're bugging Yoshi P and I'm like, you know, you don't have to put up with them. <laughs> I've been thinking about that a lot since this, this exodus or this transition people have been making from wow over to final fantasy and wondering if they're taking their toxic ass with them you know what i mean like are they being dicks are they not that all of them were obviously john's a i wouldn't call john toxic no. and, and he did but i've seen the wow homepage over the years 
it always would have on the right side the top ten topics in the forums. You think there were any anything ever constructive? <laughs> they're always horrible, all caps things. And I'm like, why does a company advertise the top ten forum topics in their everyday the worst thing? Like, they're the, uh, it's a bad look. But I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. But I never seen other companies do that. Yeah. And um, so, and just our all of our wow experiences. We know there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions about how Blizzard. What Blizzard's supposed to be doing, and not all of them are very great, and I assume they're all bugging Yoshi now. Well, the the confirmation is in. Sony has announced a live action Final Fantasy fourteen TV series. It's coming oh. to Netflix, uh, or no? Sorry, its production company is Hive Mind Entertainment. They are currently behind the forthcoming uh, second season of the adaptation of The Witcher and the Amazon's Expanse, uh, or The Expanse. Um, Wait, this is an anime Expanse coming? That's what I'm trying. No, an ant, no, it's a it's Final Fantasy. I'm it's trying just, to see if it's live action or not. Um, it doesn't. No, but say. I mean, sorry, there's a studio just doing something with the Expanse. Yeah, they're the same the, same production stu- same same production studio that does the Expanse series over on. Oh, on oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I can't find any other details, but that is apparently a thing. Oh, this is actually announced in 2019, mm-hmm. so who knows where it's at right now? But my point is, if that thing gets to air. Then I'm even more annoyed that Blizzard missed the ball on that. <laughs> like, you have the biggest property ever, and you just never did. Uh, well, when did Activision take over? Uh, 2008. So it's been a long time. Yeah, I don't seven, know. It, actually. Sorry, 2007 was when that deal was inked. So, and before that, must, they were. It must all. I, I don't know. Uh, okay, I, I have no idea. Something, something. It's more than just not wanting to do that. There, there's problem. The, the company's clearly had issues. Yeah, there's something going that have on. Come to light and recently, um, I think they would have gotten to this. So, John, do you are you how do you feel? Though we haven't mentioned, you know, does this affect you at all that you have to wait an extra two weeks for your expansion since you're signed um, up? You know, I selfishly, I'm pretty excited that I get more time to work on the stuff I want to work on. Yeah, yeah, you can finish um, the game a third time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, I I mean, I understand that a lot of people are asking for time off and, you know, a lot of people have been waiting for a while and, you know, I don't want to be like, yeah, it's awesome. I'm so glad. But there is definitely an element of, you know, I'm happy about it because I need the extra time and, you know, I'm I'm all for it, but I would have supported them. And in general, I think. The community has been very supportive of the delay too. Sure, that little guy wants your microphone a on the show. Yeah, we have a guest we here. Should, Look at the we guest. should get. We should start a petition to get Yoshi a vacation. All right, we'll get on that. Look at the little guy. So the baby. Some people at home can't see this, but John's baby's there in his lap, trying to get that microphone something fierce. Yeah, he wants the microphone real bad. Yeah, I'm just saying goodbye to the little guy. He's about to go away for the weekend, oh. and I'm gonna miss him real bad. Oh. So oh. how far? Goodbye. How far are they going? Is it real far? Or is it? Tucson. Oh, that's not so bad. Tucson's fine. Yeah. Well, he'll, but he'll, it's still days away from the baby, and I don't like that because no. I spend every day with him. Yeah, otherwise, I feel you. Uh, well, he's a cute little bugger, and I don't know why babies want microphones so bad, but they do. That's all they want. Oh, is that a thing? Oh yeah, my kids just clamored for the mic until they were old enough to stop clamoring for it. But when they're babies, they don't know what it is. I guess this looks like a toy, right? Yeah, yeah it looks like a big old freaking thing sticking out and you're just like ah i just want to get it whatever that is i want it natural burn podcaster says the wraith we agree uh all right what else oh speaking of delays the steam deck also now delayed till february the month where all things have been delayed to 
And of course, I'm sure they'll all release then. Nope. <laughs> I yeah. think that is uh, that is wishful thinking. But yeah, the Steam Deck got pushed. It's two month push uh, for that device, and uh, that means if you were like early in line to get one, you you your window shifts. But anybody wherever you were in the line, you're all shifting two months ahead. So. If you were thinking you might get on the tail end in February, well, now you're going to be in the tail end in like May. Uh, Sorry about that. Oh, you're fine. What'd you do? You get a fly? You got a spider? What do you got? There? No, I don't know what happened. Oh, what'd you got? So I killed a spider, but I think I forgot to mute my mic, so I just pounded against the wall. <laughs> <and> I, was... <laughs> I didn't know what I was watching. I didn't either. I didn't hear the sound, but I just heard Bo apologize, and then I saw him armed with something going... <laughs> that was good sorry to interrupt sorry, no no sorry. no it was good stuff um anyway oh, how do we God. feel i'm a little bummed i was looking forward to the steam deck i still am uh, I, I couldn't afford it when i pre-ordered it <laughs> i can't afford it now and i'm probably not gonna be able to afford it in february did you so. do like me you just put the five bucks down hoping everybody. yeah yeah i did the yeah same. i hope i'm rich by the time it comes out <laughs> I had a guy on Twitter yesterday who seemed to be confused about what this device is. He says, why would I want that when I have an Xbox? I don't have a PC. And I said, well, you don't have to have a PC. It's liter- It literally is a PC. Like it's, it's a, a small and, portable PC. Yeah. So you don't, there's not like you have to have some other device to make it run the way you would with like, I don't know. I can't think of another example of this. Well, like oh, NVIDIA's- Was the guy a recent homeowner? Because he certainly <laughs> sounds like dealing with the parents. <laughs> Now, what do you need a PlayStation 2 for? You already got a PlayStation. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's a good point. He goes, I've got an Xbox. I don't need a $3,000 PC. And I said, well, you, first of all, don't don't pay three grand for your PC regardless. And secondly, you don't need it. It's The Steam Deck is a standalone device. It doesn't need your PC to run at all. Um, it's, it's nice if you've got a bunch it, of games it, already on it, Steam. It is a PC. You can plug it everything into it and run it like a PC. Yeah, you can mouse and keyboard um, and run Windows. You can do whatever you want in that time. So it is, it is a PC, but it's a handheld. That's why you buy it. That's right. Uh, so that's happening. Let's see. And that again, they attributed that to uh, chip shortages, which is affecting everybody in different ways. And uh, not, not a huge shock that that got especially to the Lay's company. Yeah, the Lay's. Wait, why? What, what happened with the Lay's? I don't get it. And that's a really bad joke. Let's just move on. Wait, wait, hold on. I gotta figure out how I got there. Ch- oh, chip. The la- I get it. Chips. It took me too long to get it. Yeah, it wasn't good. Nope. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth the extra time. Yeah, but it does make me question why it took me that long to get it. Because it was obvious. Well, chips. because you haven't had Lay's in a while, probably. That's true. I don't eat potato chips very often now. Not that I'm super healthy. I wonder healthy. if they ever thought about it as marketing. Get Lay's. You know? Get Lay's. See? Now, yeah. that joke I got right away. No problem. Friday night, <laughs> go out, get Lay's. Yeah. Go out, exactly. get Lay's. Exactly. Exactly. Let's go out, get drunk, and get Lay's. Mm. <laughs> I like that because I'm picturing getting unnecessarily drunk and going to the course. I'm like, I'm get some lays. Yeah, give me some chips. <laughs> you have the economy back. Mm. Getting lays tonight, boys. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, the Xbox Game App will actually work the way it should soon. Uh, that means unrestricted access to game folders. Currently, the Xbox App, the way it works, is you just install stuff. Uh, game pass or otherwise and it just sort of does it and you can't really tell it where to go i think you can say overall general drive to go into so you can yeah. set that as a thing to say i want it on my d drive or my oh, c drive like the way or whatever. steam does it 
Yeah, this, but you can't, yeah, this you can't really mod anything. You don't really have access to it. It's it's kind of a closed system at the when moment. When I first played with around, it's gotten better. But when I first was playing around with the Xbox app, I actually had to install. In order to install things on my solid state, my D drive, I actually had to put fold. I had to do hacks. Like I had to put folders in and make it like mm-hmm. certain things were in there copied from the Windows folder. Then I had to reinstall it. So yeah, you don't have to yeah, do that now. Yeah. Or soon you will not have to do that, and that's good because the other way was dumb. I understand why they had it the way they did, and it was a little bit legacy. They had to you know rework it, but it makes much more sense now. You'll be able to do mods. Uh, so you know full mods in there. Uh, oh, tell it really? what folders you want stuff in. Yeah, they're just going to be like a normal app and let you install where you want. On the PC app only, right? Yeah, That's just the PC. Console, they yeah. yeah, yeah. Still Console's, very cool. Console is whatever it is. But uh, Oh, good. Yeah. If they want to rival Steam, then they need to start working on it. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Completely agree. Um, Metal Gear Solid games got pulled from digital stores due to historical footage use. Usually not the reason why games get pulled. No. Usually it's soundtrack or the company's doing something odd. Mm-hmm. But nope, it turns out you have to pay royalties if you want to use historical war footage, which the Metal Gear Solid series did, and their license on it expired, and they had to pull all the digital versions of the games down. Do you think... Um, they probably paid, they probably cheaped out on it, because I'm sure they have a perpetuity license, right? Like, Oh, they might. Like, what? Like... Has that ever happened in movies? Like movies will use stock footage all the time. Oh, sorry, no more X Men: The Last Stand. The <laughs> stock footage is out. Yeah, like I made the movie. Like, can we just have it forever? You know, it'll be an old movie, and people won't care about it as much. So, this is. This sounds like they cheaped out. It sounds like license deals in perpetuity is possible, right? Or else more games would be. Cool. I mean, I would think so, but who? Who knows? Like, it's the kind of thing that you don't think about existing until you find out something like this. And then you go, oh, yeah, I guess that is something you would have to license and pay for if you wanted to show old war footage and stuff like that. But I never really had considered that that was something you had to go out and get. Um, And I don't know. I would assume you could get a a full long license. But, you know, also not too surprising. Konami might not wanted to go that way. It went, "Ah, people only care about Metal Gear Solid for ah. 20 years mm-hmm. then we're done yeah 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 i don't know um it's a i this came out of nowhere to me and i don't know what other things might be affected like this but it makes me wonder what what i hope it doesn't result in is some kind of like witch hunt for games that are older games that now would be outside of their license agreement and because they're archive technically but not brand new releases or whatever these companies going after them and making them pull them from stores and getting all legal legal about everything i think that would be bad for the business yeah especially if it's like stock images for art or pictures and stuff like that i mean again you would assume you pay for the ability to use it and everybody knows what that is but you know games have been around for a long time and you know this medium is evolving Mm -hmm. and there are things you have to think about now that people probably weren't thinking a lot about back then and it's curious to see where we're going to end up as a result for a while yeah I agree. Um, I, speaking of Game Pass, real quick, it just hit me. Didn't wasn't GTA San Andreas supposed to be out like yesterday on Game Pass? Did I hear that wrong? Because it ain't there. It used to I, show a date. Was it coming to Game Pass? I, I didn't think it was. I knew well for sure it's coming to Game Pass because it's on the it's still on the coming soon thing. But it used to oh. have a date on it, and I swear it was eleven eleven. 
Was it Game Pass or just on the Windows Live? Store? Game Pass. Chad says it was console version only. Yeah, console version only. It's not showing up there on my console, which is where I'm trying to play it. Mm. So I don't know what I did wrong. Oh, you played it today, the Wraith? Well, then I did something wrong. I got to go look again. <laughs> it keeps getting you. You're like, that game is Age of Empires isn't out yet. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, damn Everybody it, Everybody else has been playing it for hours. <laughs> I really, really like the look of these remakes. Um they have they've real I've watched a bunch of video and they are growing on me. I think it's a cool way to start keep the stylization of those GTA games but have it not look like shit. <laughs> yeah. And they do it somehow. I really kind of like that weird I don't know. They 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 did a weird thing. Are they all into. out or just San Andreas? So I think the entire trilogy is out for purchase as an entire package uh in various places. But if you want the Game Pass thing, it's just san andreas it's coming to game pass by itself like all on its own i think okay i think that's the deal but it's not on pc yet for game pass certainly and I, but i think steam has this uh, i don't know i got a little lost today i meant to check this and didn't that's so. that's a confusing way to release your game that's- agreed agreed but i, I kind of like the idea that i can play that's the one i have the least play time in and the one i would like to revisit the most yeah, um, that was the first one where I was like, oh, this game's a, a modern day RPG. Yeah, it kind of was. Yeah. And so, you know, to go back to that seems sensible than but spending 60 on all three when I really played a lot of three and Vice City and I like those games. Um, apparently they have the full soundtrack, which might be why it's 60 bucks. So you're not going to lose any of that music and stuff. Um, that's really interesting to me. But Microsoft struck some deal where they get to have San Andreas for on its own for for game pass so i don't know we shall figure it out oh gta 3 is on ps now but that's the old one though not the remake is it are they piecemealing it out there too that's weird it's very weird yeah it's very weird everybody gets a game yeah you just don't know which one and good luck getting it (laughs) all right uh what else um oh uh twitch app is now available for the nintendo switch finally after all this time you can you can stream from your Switch directly uh, the way you can with other consoles and devices. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's hard to stream from uh, a Switch. So I agree. I agree. I think that's great. No matter what, it's hard. Even when you're capturing, it's kind of hard. Um, <laughs> but if you're on your own, like if you've got a Switch Lite like you and I do, this is a way to do that if we want to. And uh, Switch Lite no- doesn't work. But I'm able to stream pretty well from it. But I bought the Avermedia mm-hmm. external. It was only 200 bucks. It's not too bad. Um, it's not too bad. If, if that's something you're looking for, high quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're trying to do uh, the full It will remain to deal. be seen if this app will stream in good bit rate or not. Yeah, yeah. If you want to just dork around like you do on the consoles with streaming, you could, you know, you'll make something work, I'm sure, but it won't be if as you good. You want to stream a Switch game from bed. Yeah. This is your way. <laughs> which I could do. I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, which we'll get to in a minute. All right. Transition time. We're about to play. We're about to do Dear Martha. Now, Dear Martha has strayed a bit. We're now doing uh, some Amazon reviews as well. It's not just Steam. And uh, today is a fun one because we have two lined up. So I'm just going to kick these off. This is uh, both for, let's see. These are God of War reviews, right? For the PlayStation 4. Yeah, uh, for God of War 2018. 2018's God of War, an amazing game. And now an amazing Dear Martha review. Uh, Or, sorry, Dear Martia to start with. Here you go. My dearest Martia, this is God of War 4 in a different package. 
There wasn't any description about the item. I was hoping it was actually the first God of War re-released on the PS4. But it's not. It's just a PlayStation Hits version of the latest God of War game. Having the name God of War Hits is not accurate. It needs to be changed to PlayStation Hits, comma, God of War. Yours in this life and the next uh, Amazon customer. <laughs> I was going to ask if these have as easily accessible names, and it sounds like they know. All right, now, in response to that, dear Martha. My dearest Martha, I present to you today a review for 2018's God of War. Martha, the one-star review below is ridiculous. This product is clearly the new God of War 2018. If you know anything about the series, you can tell by just the cover, not to mention Amazon provides a proper description on the page. Disregard that one-star review. This is a 10 out of 10 beautiful game worth the full price. Yours in this life and the next, Anthony. So just a review to refute another review. That's <laughs> makes good me stuff. happy every time someone writes a review at another review. Yeah, I find that to be, I find it, whatever. It annoys me, but I'm glad we have an outlet where we can laugh at it, I guess is what I'm saying. And uh, that's due to John, so nicely, nicely done. All right, that's it for that. Guys, we need to take a second and talk about Arcane. Now, I know we did a bunch of that at the top of the show, but um, they're actually sponsoring today's show, and that had nothing to do with this sponsorship. We really just like it that much. It just so happens that Arcane is also sponsoring us today, and we want to thank them for that. It's a nine-episode, three-part series that follows the story of two young girls, Vi and Powder. Born in the Undercity, beneath, Piltover. Listen, you know a lot of this because you're League of Legends fans, right? You understand some of these origins, but not all of us do. And that's what I love about this thing. Their eagerness to prove themselves <clears throat> will set in motion a series of events that will take their relationship to a breaking point and then transform them forever. Witness the animation event of the year and see the champions we know and love like never before. Vi, Jinx, Hammerdinger, Jace, all these characters you know and love. Uh, their stories will all intertwine in a very action-packed way. Whether you're a longtime League player or you're brand new to Rune Terra, uh, Arcane serves as a perfect introduction to the uh, vast world of League of Legends, focusing on the origins of some of its most iconic characters in the history of the franchise. I really like it. You heard us talk about it, and I'm that glowing about... I'm not that glowing about almost anything. I think this thing is... One of my favorite things I've seen this year, and it ain't even over yet. We've only got three episodes out. Check it out. Go now. You have Netflix, so go watch it. Dive into the stories built on one of the most iconic games of all time. Discover the secrets of Piltover and its Undercity. And prepare for the epic battle that is only just beginning. Arcane is now streaming exclusively on Netflix. Now this. The games we played this week. Speaking of Game Pass, big release this week. Although it was weird because you could get it early by paying like a hundred bucks for it four days ahead. Yeah, it was like weird. buying a car. It was really weird. It was like buying a car. It was very odd. Uh, but anyway, this Tuesday, finally, Horizon or Forza Horizon Five hit uh, pavement to uh, make a terrible pun, and um, the game's really good. It's really good. I really like it. So I played a ton of that. 
uh, I don't, I'm not even that big of a racing car or racing game fan. And I'm certainly not a fan, uh, or I don't really get into it the way some do like the, the, um, Gran Turismo's of the world. And even the, the mainline Forza Motorsport stuff is just not my, my jam. I think cars are beautiful and awesome and I love to drive them, but I don't like the attention to simulation in those games. The, the Horizon series, which, you know, spits off from this Forza stuff has always been, for its previous entries and this one, more of a burnout paradise kind of affair in terms of structure. Um, not so much the burnout or the crashing, but the, uh, you know, the overall, like, what are you doing in this world and why are you doing it? I think this one is gorgeous. Um, it runs incredibly well and just beautiful. Both on, I had it on, running on PC and my uh, Series X. Series X has two settings for video performance. You can do quality setting, which will be 30 frames, solid but more texture more stuff more gray tracing all of that or you can do 60 frames per second and uh have that be in what they call performance mode this is not un- that unusual on on consoles right now um, but i did want to mention it because i can't tell the damned difference in terms of fidelity i can tell the frame rates better in performance mode but i can't tell what i'm losing there so yeah I think that just speaks really highly of the game in, in in this in that particular mode. On my PC, I've got everything maxed on a 3080, and I can't tell the difference between that and what I'm playing on my TV. So, um, very impressed visually with the game, and structurally, it's what you think it's going to be. It's very similar to the previous games with some nice twists. I love the setting; it's in Mexico, and I didn't know if I was going to like that because I just didn't know what that meant. Like, what kind of variety are we going to get? Is it going to be different kinds of biomes and you know like what, what are we going to get here the last game focused so much on seasons and you know going from cold to heat to fall to winter back into heat again that i thought maybe they were going to be stuck here and just like all desert town or whatever but it turns out the country of mexico has really really varied landscape and all kinds of crazy stuff to see and the game's really good at letting you explore those things and do wacky stuff in between things and um they brought back the old burnout paradise idea of blowing through people's uh um <laughs> billboards and like signs and stuff to to try to collect them all i like that yeah. kind of crap in a game and uh or even just making the official track like hey drive through this fence yeah like ah, oh, we're celebrating your country your culture and we've set this race to go right through all your fences <laughs> like i really it's got a very irreverent tone to the whole racing thing that I, I really enjoy. Yeah, and I like, um, I mean, someone in the chat says this kind of poking at me, but I agree with them. Scott's knowledge of Mexico, 0%. I don't have a lot of knowledge of Mexico. I've been to Tijuana once, and that's not the best place to go if you want your full Mexico experience. Um, I've been to... Uh, oh, no. Uh, where else have I been? Oh, I went on vacation to, um, what's it called? The Vacation Place. Were you again? Cancun. Cancun. There you go. I went to Cancun for a week once. Um, those are my two experiences. And I didn't really know, like, geography wise, what I'd be in for there. And there's some really cool stuff to explore. And you hop into that new Ford Bronco, which is one of the first cars you get. It's the brand new one. Um, you can take that thing anywhere. So I'm like all up in these mountains and these foothills and finding weird shortcuts to stuff and, you know, secrets that I didn't know were back there. And then getting points for all that because I found them. And, there's a lot of discovery in the game, um, and it still retains the, – the driving model still retains just enough realism where it feels like you're not in an arcade machine, but just enough arcadiness that you don't feel weighed down by simulation. And I think it's a really good mix. It always has been. I think it feels great here. Um, I really like it. 
John, you played a bunch. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I didn't play. I didn't play a ton, but I I did get in and I went through the whole introduction of all my cars falling out of airplanes and then me driving. And it just it's exactly what I want from a racing game, which is I don't want to get into the tuning, although it exists. I pulled up that menu because I was trying to figure out how to make my Bronco not look like a yellow Bronco. Mm. So I just didn't want yellow. And then I inadvertently, in trying to figure out how to do that, downloaded a Star Wars-themed skin for my Bronco. And now I have a Star Wars-themed Ford Bronco, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool, yeah. And uh, Skins are cool. Yeah, so I, I like that was really neat and really easy to do and really cool. But while I was going through that, I found the tuning. And it's like, hey, do you want to change the suspension? Do you want to change all of this? And I was like, oh, this is a menu not for me. Because what I want to get in and do is just... You know, right trigger, left trigger. And I got to say, there was something immediately welcoming because I haven't played a lot of the Forza games. Like, I think the last time I played a Forza game might have been the very first Forza game. Oh, wow. It's been a long time. And when they did the thing where it's like, here's a controller layout and what all the buttons do. There's like five things on that controller. It was like accelerate, decelerate, handbrake, change your camera. You know, like, what else do you need to know? Here, yeah. here you go. Go. Yeah, and go. I was like, that's really refreshing. Yeah. I feel like I can play this game. Like, <laughs> you know, this this seems great. So, uh, yeah, I got in. I had a great time. My wife loved it because I'm terrible at it. Yeah. And, and she's like, she told me, I just find it so refreshing that you play some video games the way I play video <laughs> games. And I said, thanks. Yeah. Because uh, we had to do a lot of rewinding uh, the, <laughs> to get through one of the races, which I then still lost. Yeah. Um, but I'm having a great time with it. You know, I, I've I've liked racing games for a long time, but it always has to be it always has to be a little unimportant. Like it has to be just racing for fun and not really worrying about a lot of stuff that, you know, games like Gran Turismo can get caught up in. And that has its audience. That's fine. But it's just, that's not me. And this game definitely seems to be leaning into racing games are fun. Just get in and race and have a good time. hundred percent. But that's what this is. This is them saying, look, we know you just want to have, you know, some simple progression, you're going to level up. You're going to get better stuff. You're going to unlock all these new cars. They're real cars, so you have some of that from the mainline game. You can get out and walk around that Porsche and look at all the details, and you can get all car lusty if you want to, but mostly it's like, do you want to drive real fast and then beat a bunch of dudes while you do it, and then they're going to have to give up their Honda Accord after you're done, and then you can go tweak that out with a bunch of <laughs> dumb labels and some anime art on the hood? Go for it. Do you want your horn to sound like the Windows startup sound from 1995? Yes. <laughs> yep, you can do it. Do it. Let I me. do have one complaint. Yeah. Uh, they let you pretty early on uh, give yourself a custom license plate. And uh, I tried. I tried very hard to get. I'm going to show you guys a picture of it. Uh, we'll see if it goes through. If not, I'll just send it. Uh, no, oh, Jagoff, it says. Just, yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah, well, I did my the first three letters of my last name. You know, mm-hmm. I, I thought, you know, I want people to know that it's me. So yeah. Jag. Yeah. And then because I plan on driving not just on roads that they tell me to go, but off roads, I would put off yeah. to show that I'm off roading. So yeah. um, I wanted my license plate to read, you know, the first three letters of my last name and off. And uh, I was told that it was offensive. <laughs> <laughs> jag off is offensive well it's a, it isn't a it's a term it's a derogatory term jag off i mean yeah but it's not offensive it's just 
the word jag? Like, what is a jag? Um, well, I mean, the whole idea is I think it, it's, a, it's the jag origin. is like a jagged edge, right? Like, oh, you're gonna take it off a jag off? Like it's not, like it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. Well, let me give you, you the that. let me give you the origins. Uh, jag off or jag off? I don't know why it's different. Um, is an American? Oh, one F or one G. Uh, anyway, an American English derogatory term slang for uh, or from Pittsburghese. <laughs> meaning, yeah, means a person who is stupid or inept. It is most prominent in the Pittsburgh area and Pennsylvania in general, along with wide use in the city of Chicago, particularly. It's not in that Irish bad. Battery. Just you know, it's like offensive. Like I think of like you know the nuclear words as offensive. Like those are the ones. Those are the ones you want to get rid of. You don't want to round every hard corner. Anyway, yeah, that's just me. Uh, let's see, John Stone and his among his local Pittsburghers say nobody thinks of these der- derivations of jag as obscene. He says, though, uh, non-local fellow Americans often mishear jag off and think they're hearing jack off. So that's probably yeah. why. That was what I was really going for. Yeah. <laughs> and <then> I re- <laughs> that's, not, that's not even offensive. That's just a thing people do. You know, it's it's like, yeah, but it has to be offensive. If your grandma walks in, if your grandma walks in and sees on the screen on the back of your she got a big old jack off she's probably not gonna you know i mean that's no, your, of course not it's but it, my last it's not name that, and the word off it's fine yeah, whatever maybe it's a whole other topic i don't want to derail the forza conversation but i just i try some to stuff do, yes i get i get it it's sure, traffic but sure. you know some stuff Gosh, I, i'm on lit- team jack off <laughs> <laughs> Team Thank you, Bo. I was so proud of my license plate too. I was I was really hyped about the license plate. I was like, oh man, this is amazing. What a good license plate I came up with. And uh, yeah, then you realized, oh, oops. oh, that's yours. Well, yours, frog yours is frog that's pants. A, now that's about as offensive as Jagoff. So that's mine, and mine says I tried frog pants, but there's not enough characters, so I had to do pant. <laughs> So frog pant, frog, frog pant, just yeah. a single pant. And I thought Are you going to show doing... the people the picture of mine? Oh yeah, apparently I don't get up. to show them it in game, so we might as well show it on a podcast. Yeah, let me let me pull this up here, you guys. There you go. There's John's. See, Jack. I had to take a picture of it with my phone because <laughs> big Microsoft came in and was like, "No, you can't." <laughs> big Microsoft. So, so when you, <laughs> you hit accept here, it wouldn't continue it just said no sorry no it comes back and a lady gets snarky with me she goes we may be in mexico but we know what that means or something like that and i was like what that's great that's yeah. great. you were the always and become jagoof 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 anyway it's like i do like having these really expensive cars i'll never own with that name it's just fun seeing a name on it that is only mine i like that stuff yeah, anyway own it it's a cool game Oh, uh, and also they they call you by your name, right? Because at no point did they ask me to put my name into the game. Do they call but, you John then? Yeah. What? Because they call me Scott, <laughs> and I just thought I got lucky, and that's just the name of the guy in the game. No, because there's another Scott. Didn't you think it was weird that they did two Scots? Because the announcer guy on the radio is also Scott. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought, so I just kind of blew it off. But she's talking to me. This must be some... You know, with my 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 uh, game account, you know, my gamertag name or, you know, I don't know, registration or whatever, it's actually going, all right, Scott, you need to get down to the thing. And it's not doing it in a robot voice. It's no, just- although there is a weird delay when they announce you on the stage. And because my name is, you know, short and yeah. it feels like it should be followed by something, they're like, and introducing our special guest, John. John. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just like, wow, that was really anticlimactic. I didn't know that. That's great, though. I love well, that. You think they'd say my name if I played this? Is I'm sure they would. Yeah. I may just play it just to see if they'll say my name or not. You have Game Pass, right? You should totally load it hey. up. Yeah. Just see uh, if it Xbox, goes. And, and if, the, if the logic holds, it'll go uh, introducing a new up-and-comer in the racing circuit. Bo. Bo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you used a fake name, you know. Then, then all bets are off. But if you named no, yourself uh, Jack Off or something, then like, all right, introducing Jack Off. Oh, Yay. you have you have to put your name in. No, like no, no. It you... does it off it your. It doesn't account. ask you. It. I think it went off my profile. Yeah, it goes like, off your profile. It, at no point did I put in the name John, but they're like, "Here's your racer, John." I was like, "Wait, yeah. where did you get that from?" I didn't tell you that. It's the same exact thing for me, but I assumed they were talking about that DJ because you're right. His name is Scott, and now it's confusing. There's two of us. But it's just like when it comes to stuff like that, my name's usually not there. Like you know when you can buy mugs and they got names of people or those specialized yeah, Coke bottles that have names. Yeah. Like, they never put Bo on anything. That's, that's dumb. They should. Bo's a name. It's a. I think they only put the most common names so they don't have to waste a ton of money on all iterations <laughs> of any possible name. But I guess so. They suck for that. Yeah, so. F them. F them for not taking Bo seriously. I would. Anyway, that game's great. I'm going to play more. Really digging it. Um, and looks just incredible on, on a 4K TV. Just beautiful game. Uh, Animal Crossing back in my life after about a year of not being in my life. And, uh, you know, John, you're all worried about what your neighbors would say and they're going to, you're going to, and they're going to all that. Yep. They didn't do any of that. They were all like, Oh, we missed you. It's so good to see you again. And here's a, here's a thing you never had before and gives you a gift or whatever. It's, it's all been here's very, a rake. go clean up the Island. It's yeah. gone to shit. <laughs> well, and there's the new, there's a new, um, ordinance system in the game where you can, have people come clean up for you if you want. Um, although it really wasn't too overweeded for me. It was fine. It wasn't a big deal. Um, that 2.0 update is real good. It's um, introduced a, a whole bunch of new stuff and I really like it like a lot. I don't want to get into too much detail because it would take me a whole other show to explain it, but there's just a lot of new stuff to do. And I picked up that new DLC today because my daughter finally com- convinced me that it's good and it is. Um, it's good. <laughs> it's got you back in. Well, I, I mean, that was one of the big questions I had was when I heard it was all coming out and it was like, oh, there's new stuff, new stuff. I was like, yeah, but do I really care? Do I really want to get back into it? Not just animal pressure, but like, right. Just in general. You know, yeah. Just in general. Do I want to dive back in? But that's cool to, to hear that it's good. Yeah. I For had those same reason, fears, same things. Yeah. In these games, like fall and winter is my favorite season in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Because I get to see the weather that I don't get to see outside. I'm like, oh, look, it's snowing in my little island or whatever. And, you know, out here, it's just the desert still. Yeah. So I get very excited. But for some reason, I always stop playing around those seasons. I only ever play during the summer and the spring. And fall and winter i've never play animal crossing even though it's the time i should be the most interested yeah i was gonna say that i was worried about you in for uh, horizon four or five rather because there's a lot of desert there it's a lot of arizona style yeah, yeah they stuff. had us drive into a dust storm and i was like well been here before yeah, i've done this, like, this this isn't exciting like i actually got a little anxious i'm like guys you shouldn't do this it's yeah, very dangerous. actually dangerous yeah but you just never did it in such a fancy car so you think of it that yeah. way but um, yeah, it's real good. Uh, they just give you a ton more to do. They fix a lot of problems. You know, that thing where you could be the main account holder on the game, but if somebody else wanted to play, they couldn't have a separate profile. They had to live on your Island and only do half the stuff you could do. And everyone was mad about that for a long time. 
That's gone yeah. finally. So that's a that's oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, the game has this ability. It, it cost me five hundred thousand bells, but I had six million put away in the bank and forgot about it. Mm. Um, where you expand your storage, and part of that is a new recipe to build a storage shed anywhere you want. You can basically just pop it out of your inventory and set it up, and it gives you an immediate portal to all your home inventory. So no matter what you've got stored, you can just access it from wherever you are. Um, I really like that a lot. Um, that little frog from New Leaf is back. Oh my gosh, that's what's going to get me back because Cap'n yep. Yep. is the flipping best. He's pretty great, and he sings. He does all those, you know, does a bunch of new songs, and it's uh, the trip out and the trip back are these are these songs, and they're all ridiculous as usual, and it's great and super charming. Um, and uh, you can go out with him once a day, and you can find fragments of those jergajoids or mergaloids or whatever they called. What are they called? Gyroids. What are they called? The little gyroids. gyroids. I hope it's I hope it's jerkajoids. <laughs> I got it wrong. My daughter's drives her nuts when I call them. The that. best name for anything. But uh, yeah, gyroids. That's it. You find fragments of gyroids on his on his trips, and then you bring them home, bury them, water them, and then the next day they're some kind of new actual gyroid, and there are like hundreds of new ones of those to collect. And anyway. It's all that kind of stuff, mm. right? New mm. things, more stuff, more room to put it. Um, there's a co-op place where you're going to build basically a giant farmer's market. And um, it's over there on Harv's Island where you never went before, but now you're going to go there all the time. And got all <laughs> yeah, shit didn't want to visit old Harv. He seemed like a creeper. Yeah, he's kind of a weirdo. But there's new stuff over there that's pretty cool. Um, new quests are tied to all this stuff, of course. And then uh, there, the part I've been holding off on telling you, there's farming in this game. You farm now. Oh, geez. No wonder oh. you're back in. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You can farm. So I got, you know, tomato starters, wheat starters, and carrot starters. And I got those from going with a little froggy boy to the islands. Uh, you come back and you just start making rows of freaking crops now. And you cook. The game lets you cook. And the food all looks insane. They all, You know how the objects in those games, that game already looks crazy good? Like the close-up objects in the desk where you're talking to what's-her-name in the morning or... Or what, the stuff in your own house, like super high detailed little models, and they're all like weirdly realistic. The fish look real, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's what the the cooking is in this game. The food mm. looks insane, yeah. and so you'll catch a fish like a red snapper, and then after you catch it, he'll go. I just thought of a great recipe, and now you got a new <laughs> recipe for poor, red snapper and, and something else, some mushrooms or something. And you can go cook it, sell it for way more than it would have been for the ingredients to sell or eat it yourself. And the coffee shop is back. There's so much shit. It's great. I love it. I'm super into it now. Uh, Animal Crossing 2.0 and that DLC, which is called Happy Paradise shit. Something, something like happy paradise shit, man. You just described it? heaven for me right there. Gosh, dang it. I can't remember. Anyway, it's a neat update. Uh, it feels, it feels, I don't know. It feels good to be back in it. And there's just more stuff to do, which is, you know, what that game needed. I think, you know, once you've done all the major core stuff, it, you know, you kind of, you just going to earn bells for the rest of your life or, you know, what, what's your plan? And this game has, has more stuff to do. So it's very cool. I like animal crossing. Uh, ESO, I just wanted to say I've been playing that and I cleared a really cool story content bit for the second to last expansion that took place in Western Skyrim. I always forget the name of that. Graymore, that's the name. 
Mm. I hadn't played. I didn't play that when I was just kind of not playing the game then. And I went back and have been redoing some of that stuff. And I'm currently in like Paragon mode with my main, which means I'm earning basically what that work out like Paragon points in Diablo. Um, when I level, instead of leveling, I'm getting these points and you go apply them and get oh, stat okay. boost and all that. It's a pretty cool way to handle end game. I think, um, feels like I'm still progressing through, you know, my single player sort of experience. And, um, anyway, it was just really cool. Some vampire shit went down that surprised me and I liked it a lot. I was going to say Graymore was the vampire expansion, right? Yeah. Yep. Vampires and some lichen stuff and, um, what expansion are they on now? They're on the newest one is called Blackwood, which is the kind of go back to Oblivion sort of stuff. You spend a lot of time in. Oh, that's right. Daedric right ruins and yeah. Uh, you actually go to Oblivion in cultists. That? It yeah. Like oh the yeah. Portals were open. Yeah, absolutely. Do these portals open up to Oblivion? You go in there and wipe. You know, kill a demon and get a bunch of loot and get out of there. And um, hmm. I've caught up on that story except for the final bit that just dropped. But in the meantime, I've been doing this Graymore stuff, so I will get back to that. But it's one of the things I like about the game is you can kind of just go and do what you want. And there's, I still need to do most of uh, Somerset, which was like the high elf stuff. That's, you know, some four or five expansions ago. But um, I keep hearing that stuff was amazing, and I just never did it. So I'm going to go check mm-hmm. it out. Game's great. Yes, it was great. Uh, all right, John, you played Final Fantasy and beat it again. I did. Yeah. Uh, so I... Yeah, just to talk a little bit about my experience there, because there is some some stuff to talk about. Uh, I did beat the main story quest uh, on my second character, which has now become my main character. And uh, that means all that's left is to do about a million other side things that I wanted to do that I put off to make sure I got to the end of the main story quest in time. But one of the things that I got to do uh, that I really enjoyed was I finally went into the near raid that they did, which was a crossover with uh, near. I'm going to just say it. It's pronounced automata. Automata. And I'm going to continue to call it near automata because it bothers you all so much. Yeah. So the crossover with near automata <laughs> is uh, is really cool. Like they did some really amazing things with that. So it's it raids in Final Fantasy are always multi-part. You don't just go in and do a single raid. It's typically about four bosses. Sometimes there's trash in between, sometimes there isn't. And um, the first four bosses for the near raid was, uh, the, well, the, f- the last one is that first boss from near Scott. I think oh. you remember like the giant crane guy with mm-hmm. the big buzzsaw arms. Like you actually fight him in final fantasy and it looks just like it does in the game. And he's got the same moves and the mechanics are all very similar. He lifts up one giant hand and then brings it down on the raid. And the cool stuff is, is it, it plays near music at the same time, but some of that music is even mixed with the Final Fantasy theme. So they even do like remixes of it where it warps the two together. Yeah. And it's just was this crazy cool experience that I enjoyed so much. It got me to load up near Automata <laughs> and uh, play through that again because I was just like... Okay, to me, this was playing that boss fight in a completely different game. How much was it like it? And pretty close. I mean, you are trading action-based combat for something that's a little bit more tab-targety and and slower pace, but all the mechanics and stuff were there, and uh, 
it just looked damn good and it was really really cool they even have uh the enemies in the raid shoot giant floating pink orbs at you that you have to dodge just like in you know bullet hell type games like oh they're gonna fire random bullets at you you just gotta dodge them and it was a really really neat and kind of trippy experience um i'm looking forward to going through the rest of them but I'm kind of doing multiple raid sets all at the same time. So I was doing the current level raid set to try and get geared up. I was doing one that was from the uh, Stormblood expansion that was to see the story because apparently it's going to be very relevant to uh, the expansion content. So I'm trying to get through that. And that one is even wilder, the concept for it. Because the idea is that you're going into the mind of a sentient weapon okay. that wants to be the strongest weapon in the world. So it pulls figures from history and fantasy and creates them and manifests them and makes you fight them to see if you're stronger than them. Mm. And as a result, you fight things that historically are in other Final Fantasy games. So, for example, you fight. Kefka, the bad guy from Final Fantasy VI, and you fight the the fight I did today, which I really really loved, was I fought Doom Train, which is a summon in Final <laughs> Fantasy, okay. um, and sometimes an enemy, and it was the coolest freaking fight I've ever done. It's just on the back of this train, and you've got a big train engine like ramming you, and ghosts are summoning, and ghosts teleport you inside the train car sometimes and you have to fight passengers and then you're running along the top of the train and blowing up the chimney and it's just a crazy thing the stuff that they do in those raids and in those dungeons are just nuts and every time i go into one i'm just like man the creativity in this game is is just off the hook and well, now I know why I like so many it. people, when I played through the first time, said, why aren't you doing the raids? They're really good. Let me ask you this. One of the reasons I like what you talk about with those raids is it sounds like the focus is on a wowsy, a wowser experience, impressive moments, cool creativity, rad stuff, and you're not banging your head against the wall because it's not about how hard it is or getting an exact dance down. It's more about come experience this content gain the benefits from beating it, but it's not about, you know, wiping 150 times to get it right. Right. Yeah. I I would say that in all the raids that I've done recently with one exception, and I'll talk about that. It's the last thing I want to talk about with final fantasy. Um, you go there and you're probably not going to wipe. You might die, but final fantasy is very generous about the, we're just going to bring people, you know, res them up and, you know, keep going. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might die every now and then, but it's really, you're there to see the content and learn the dance. I had to do um, this one fight, uh, Gaia, a ton of times because I was just trying to get a piece of loot. And I had to run it a ridiculous amount of times for some boots, which yeah. was really obnoxious. But um, <laughs> the the thing that I loved about it is like, the dance in Final Fantasy is so much more of a dance. And that might be something that some people like, and it might be something that some people hate. Like, as a ranged attacker for the Gaia fight, you can stand where you spawn in to fight her for, like, the first minute and a half of that fight. You don't have to move. Because it's locked in what she does. You can genuinely learn it. You know, she's going to junction this and then cast this and then she's going to junction this and cast this and if you know the safe spots which after so many times 
you know where to go. And then eventually it does introduce some RNG elements, but it's small. And yeah, it's there to teach you little mini fights and you learn it and you're probably going to get through without wiping. And it's probably going to be a fun, good experience and you're going to get the story you want and then just move on. And if you want to revisit and you want to do harder modes, that's uh, that option's there for you. But at the end of the day, like the rewards you get and the story you get and all of that, you can do without being challenged too, too much. Yeah, I like that a lot. That sounds really appealing to me. Um, now, yeah. Oh, now no, that ahead. said, yeah. I found something very interesting in Final Fantasy. Uh oh. Um, there, there's a, an area in the game called, um, I'm probably mispronouncing it, it's called the Bojan Southern Front. And it is this area which is really good for leveling alternate jobs. It's tied very heavily into the storyline uh, surrounding getting kind of your best weapon in the game. And in it, there is a giant raid. You can have up to 48 people do it. Jeez. And it is not handled the way raiding <laughs> typically is done in Final Fantasy. You don't queue up for it. It doesn't match you. You basically sign up. It takes the first 48 people that sign up. Doesn't care what your job is. Doesn't care about that. Plops you, plops you there with 48 people. You have to figure out setting up groups, which is a bunch of people all just immediately spamming, looking for a group, looking for a group. Yeah. You have to set it up. You have to decide if you need to do class balance on your own. You can't chat between the groups. Like you can do party chat but they don't put you in like a special alliance like they do for some of the other bigger raids. So there are people literally yelling at each other to coordinate during this fight. They're just like, what's going on in that group over there? We're fighting. It's going okay. Like it feels extremely old school. There's not a lot of handholding with it. And it has been one of the worst times I've had in the game and one of the best times I've had in the game because the first time I tried it, I was like, this is janky as hell. Yeah. I don't know if I'm having fun. And we got to the final boss and we ran out of time and <laughs> I didn't even clear the stupid content. Oh, the second man. time I tried it, somebody pulled before we had coordinated the groups and we didn't have enough DPS on the boss split that you have to do at the beginning and we wasted our time on the first boss and we didn't make it past the first boss. We wasted like 30 minutes fighting this stupid boss and that was the end of it and we didn't get past it. I was like, this is some garbage content. I hate this so much. Yeah. And then last night I did it again. We had a full 48 person run and we breezed through it and it was wonderful and it was like weird and it was... I was like, oh, I get why it exists now. Like, <laughs> I just needed a good experience in there to understand it. But yeah. um, it was weird. It was like a throwback to old style MMO content. And I, I kind of liked it. Hmm. But um, at the same time, it also made me appreciate how far we've come. Because there's a lot of innovations that have come. And this then. is old, right? How old is this content? Pretty old. This isn't old. This is in Shadowbringers. This is current oh. content, oh, technically. They, All right. Now, it's optional. It's you, it's nothing you have to do. It's something I'm choosing to do because I want my fancy, uh, awesome weapon. Right. But at the same time, like, you know, they make you, they make you earn it. Like, if you're going to commit to getting those special weapons, they're like, yeah, it's... Normally, Final Fantasy isn't grindy, but you're going to be grinding stuff. Normally, you don't have to do a bunch of repeat content, but you're going to have to now. Yeah. Normally, you don't have to try real hard to get through some obscure stuff, 
you're going to have to if you want this this particular reward. So yeah. I've put myself on this path. I have only myself to blame. <laughs> well, you got two weeks to do any more of that you want to do before your hot new expansion head. So be ready. Yeah. Uh, Bo, we all need to know how Lost Ark was. I didn't buy into the free beta thing or the beta open beta thing. Uh, yeah. How, how, I mean, Lost Ark is like heavy on my radar, but I haven't, I honestly have avoided talking to anybody about this until tonight because I wanted to get a hot, fresh take from my trusted action RPG pal, Bo Schwartz. And I know John had a little bit of time in this game as well, but, but Bo, tell us all about Lost Ark and are we all going to be wanting this in December? So Lost Ark came out a while ago in Korea and Russia. It hasn't been localized for North American audiences. So it's a somewhat older game, maybe four or five years old. Not that old. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's if Black Desert Online had a baby with Diablo 3. Oh, interesting. So it, it it's uh, as, as far as isometric action RPG gameplay goes, it's great. Yeah. It's not a loot uh, fiesta like uh, Diablo is, but there is loot. But it follows... It seems to follow more of the BDO style of loot system where, you know, you kill bosses, you get loot drops. That's incremental upgrades. It hasn't right. been very exciting. Right. But the gameplay is stellar and the production, uh, the quality on production, especially in some campaign moments, is really good. It's got an overwhelmingly positive up on Steam right now, still maintaining that. And for good reason, it's it's really good. Um, I've almost played it a little too much now and that there are aspects of it that I know I don't like, but... Um, for the most part, if you want an idea of, of how Diablo four is going to play, yeah. this is probably what it's going to look like. Oh, so really interesting. This game has mounts. Diablo four is going to have mounts. So mm-hmm. you want a sense of how mounts are going to work. This is it. Uh, Diablo four is going to have open world areas, world bosses. Yeah. You want to get a sense of what that's going to look like. I think basically, I think people at blizzard have played lost Ark uh, well before North American audiences and see that that's very popular and i hope they just don't bring the korean mmo bs into it because i don't all right because i this this game needs to be brought to core court (laughs) okay um i have have to file a complaint against it so there's microtransactions it's a free-to-play game there's microtransactions for things of course uh the pay to win stuff is lessened in the north american edition but there's still probably some argument to be made that some of the things you can buy are pay to win including your pet's abilities. Um, you know, you got to like pay a monthly fee to have it do, give you very minor buffs. <laughs> a monthly yeah, fee? Yeah, I'd say that's some pay to win. Uh, like maybe minor, but, but I'd say it's there. It, it's, it's negligible, but that exists. Um, but the thing that really broke my brain, so this game, of course, has housing. I mean, what Korean MMO doesn't have housing? Yeah. Um, and... You know, it's got all the usual crap, time-wasting crap, but here's what I want to bring it to court for, is that it's sunk to a new low. Oh. There is a, there's a section in the, stronghold, in the stronghold called Wardrobe. In the Wardrobe, once you've earned enough affection with the NPCs, which you do by bringing them gifts and playing emotes in front of them and bullshit. Same bullshit as in Black Desert Online. Nothing new. Okay. You can, with real money, buy them outfits, including <laughs> some of the characters' wonderful lingerie. So... You know, it'd be like, you know how like when you play Diablo 3 and you log in and Tyriel's there complaining about how eating is weird? Yeah. And, you know, well, what if you wanted <laughs> to buy him a different... 
Now he can he can complain about eating weird in you know a uh, nice uh, lingerie outfit instead because you, that that's what you want to see for the low low price of three dollars or some shit like that. And I was like, oh no, this game is doing illegal things. Um, yeah. But that aside, the actual gameplay itself is pretty phenomenal. Um, at least it feels like playing Diablo three. You got all of your abilities. You punch things up. Everything explodes. I would say the questing's a little too linear and and like it doesn't really feel like you're getting a lot of juice out of the zone. It feels a little, you know, just next thing MMO, but the dungeons are phenomenal, mm-hmm. including bringing the camera out into other perspectives during cinematic movements and moments. Really well done. You really get into it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like a must play. Like I, I would think if you're like waiting for Diablo 4, just play Lost Ark and you're getting that experience. The skills and ability systems are a little different um in that uh you know they're locked to your subclass i don't know how much the science of gear and and abilities plays out but i don't think that's diablo like you're going to get that from diablo where you're like i want this piece in this slot and i want this ability and i'm going to combo it up like there's some of that but i don't think it's going to support as robust uh an, an emergent sort of theory crafting thing but diablo 4 will presumably serve you in that way uh but for all intents and purposes the game is in place phenomenal I, I played 40 hours this week oh my gosh um uh, every chance i could i was like i want to log in and just play another level like, it's really really good um yeah and, and of course it has a monk class uh, oh three, so is, three is three that what you're, are something. you mainlining a monk this time as usual well i play like pretty much play monk sometimes barbarian and diablo 4 like monk is my favorite so yeah I, I tried all of the classes. I can tell you about all of them, but <coughs> the most impressive thing was the, um, John, you're going to like this because it has assassin class, which is rogue. Oh, I, I know. know the, oh, I, yeah, that's what rogue? I played. And the thing was, is it says, okay, pick your subclass. And I was like looking at the subclasses, right? And the one is like this uh, archetype or whatever it's called uh, attacks with a demon edge or something like I had some word I didn't know. I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. What's the other one? And it's like, utilizes special attacks with all three of their swords and i was like three swords that's an extra sword than i would have expected i'm going with that class that's a whole bonus sword oh, that's did amazing. You, yeah. but did you try out the shadow hunter no i barely Cause, tried cause it, the yeah because there's a class tester so i didn't really play with them but like before you i think this is just for beta but you can play them but the, the actual shadow hunter is it's pretty much a demon hunter from wow yeah like without the demon they got glaives, right? Yeah. But when they blow up into demon mode, it's really awesome. Like this go and the, the thing that's different from the from, from this game to um Diablo is that the the abilities and wabangs are very anime. So it'll just be like you know, like it just got kind of got this like you know, Dragon Ball Z kind of deal. Even one of the classes is even a Dragon Ball Z class where you build up your hype meter and your abilities get more and more <laughs> crazy until you go Super Saiyan and go. That's one of the martial artist subclasses, the Soul Fist. The Soul Fist. Yeah. So um, the game, the game's really good. It's like now it's not out till 2022. The beta, I think, wraps up today. So I thought it was uh, time- de- December. Did that get delayed? 
uh, November fourth to eleventh is what I heard. Unless no, unless no, I'm no. mistaken. No, I mean the I mean the, the launch day. I think is in December. Um, no, it was the launch is delayed until 2022. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, Dang. it was December, but not any, not anymore. Another game del- like every all games delayed. Yeah, March 31st, 2022 says uh, on the Steam page. Ah, oh, boo! So you're not gonna get to play this for a really long time. There's sh- there's sure to be another beta. But um, it's phenomenal. It's it's a it's a ten on ten minus um, minus the Korean like the BDO like the BDO elements are what maybe put the game down. I was like, you know, there are elements in this game that are going to want you to grind incrementally and do bullshit things. But the main campaign seems really long, and from what I've seen, I haven't got I didn't get to end game. But from what I've seen, the end game is that it's comparable to playing Diablo 3. Like, you'll do runs and do fun stuff. Like, it's a good time. I, I think this will be a game I'll be coming back to and playing. But um, I got a little put off by being able to buy NPCs wardrobe items, especially <laughs> ones that I'm never going to see again. It's like you're finished with Act 2. I'm moving on to Act 3. I'm like, why am I buying Act 2 outfit for the dwarf that, that's a blacksmith there? I can make him look like he's on the beach for $3. <laughs> I'm like this is a this is a criminal. Like you've gone too far. That's like weird. I want to dress up in cosmetics. That's fine, but you can't have NPCs dress up as co- in cosmetics in your. Well, game. wait a like, minute. What's the what's the issue? Is the issue dressing up the NPCs or that they're charging real money for it? They're char- it's real money. I'm Christmas. into I'm into money. one of these things, but I'm not into both of them. Like <laughs> yo, it's it's the blue crystal. The blue crystals convert from cash, and I saw th- it looked like you buy them for money, unless I made some grave mistake. But I'm pretty sure. Oh, they definitely. Well, I'm sure have they stuff do. I'm just saying, what money. is the part that we're we're condemning it for? Is it? I don't think games should let you dress up NPCs, or is it? That's no, okay. no, for real money, for real you money. You have to do it for real money. No, for real money. Like, I guess if there's a system where you can change outfits, you're favored at fine. But like, well, money, let me tell like, you about Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> well, you know what? Final Fantasy fourteen is also guilty of these crimes too. Like, I, I don't want to get into a rant about these things, but like, I just feel like it's uh, not. It's not. I feel like that's an unhealthy thing to to put in video games. No, I that's completely agree. Yeah, like you want to get a skin for yourself, great. But if we're starting to skin NPCs, like we're we're you know, but that's player housing. Like that's the thing. It's like there are whole games that have been made where like like Sim Life or Sims, or you build your house and you get things. But as soon as you start charging for like all these little pieces. I get why we can do it, but I just think it's gross, you know? And like, I, I don't think it's healthy thing to do in a bit of game. So I have, I have a bit of, I'm have a bit, bit of a tough, this is a bit of a tough, might be really good game. Might be one I stay away from because I don't find it healthy for me. Would you call that predatory or would you call that? Something yes. Else? Okay. I would call that predatory. All right. Cause there's different I, levels you know, of predatory, right? Some, some are like absolutely going after a certain psychology in a way that's super underhanded. And then sometimes it's just, money for no reason and that's also weirdly predatory uh, yeah, well, you know, it's just to just to put it the right way rather than say it's predatory or not it's just i've always looked down my nose at people who have played slot machines for hours and hours and hours and hours i'm like look at that video game there you know it's a video slot machine don't they know that there's awesome video experiences why would you sit here gambling for extra money to play this horrible thing you know and when my games start to make me feel like I'm that person, then I don't want to play that game anymore. Even if it's fun, because it makes me feel like a loser, you know, like I just, I don't, I feel like taking advantage of, I feel 
Like I'm not engaging in something that's worth my time. I'm I'm making a unwise and poor choice, and that may always makes me feel down on myself. Sure. And so I if I'm playing a game and buying outfits for NPCs, I feel like that's what I'm becoming. Sorry. I think that's spot on. I think that's the I think that's the point that we that everybody should kind of judge games on. I think Bo said it perfectly. Like if you look at what you're doing and you feel like I'm being taken advantage of, like that's how you know where the line is for you. Cause I don't think that it's a universal line. Like kidding aside, it's fun to say, you know, we're going to take them to court and stuff like that. But I do think like, you know, everybody's got to kind of decide what their spot is, you know, like, am I okay if this game sells me a store mount? Eh, I guess I'm okay with that. That's fine. Am I okay with this? You know, and it's going to be a different place for everybody. But I think if you're sitting there going, man, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of, then I think that's a real clear indication that they've gone too far with you. I think where to what you said, Scott, the predatory aspect comes in is that the problem is that there's a lot of people that are being taken advantage of that don't see themselves as being taken. Oh, I see what you mean. And I think that's where it starts to get a little tricky is people who are just, you know, throwing money away and going, that's not a problem. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's fine. I, I got money. I'll sell my car, you know, whatever I'll do. We're we're all in charge of our own lives so we can do what we want with it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I just, I feel like sometimes it's hard. So this tempt, you get suckered into, um, not realizing it, I guess, until, you know, later. So you kind of got to look at the warning signs, you know, because I like to spend a lot of time playing games. Uh, th- I don't sure. have a problem. I've spent 40 hours this week playing Lost Ark. Yeah. But if I'm playing Lost Ark just to earn uh, love, re- a rapport with NPCs, so that I can then pay money to buy them outfits, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like, this is an unimportant part of the gameplay. I'm playing an action RPG. I want to be beating things up. And if I'm not doing that, then then what am I doing in this game? Well, you know, but so. Are, so since you didn't do it though, it's still an like I don't I can't speak for anyone else, but I know it annoys me to know it's even possible. Even if I never intend to spend a dime on an NPC dress, yeah, I'm never going to do it. But I'm still thinking about that they wanted me to, or that they asked me to, or that that was a possibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, uh, do you want to? You know, do you want to come wipe my butt for me? And it's like, I can't believe he, like I said, no. But I, <laughs> why, why did he even, why was he even comfortable to ask that of me? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Then you're like, I think differently about that person now. <laughs> like, that's, that, that's fair. And that, yeah, that's, I, I have think you ever had uh, outside of, of, I mean, my kids would, you know, dad might wipe me, dad, or whatever. Those moments happen. But well, if you ever kids had, are different. But I mean, yeah. if a girl, if I went to your house, and, God, we're finally hanging out. It's like, can you help me wipe my butt? <laughs> that's what I'm asking. <laughs> what I'm asking. Have you, has, has anyone ever even <laughs> come close to that? All wrong. Yeah. Has anyone ever come close to asking you something like that? Like, uh, you know, a person. I, yes uh, really well not not really but i got i don't know why but this all made me think of this when i was in i think it would have been either late yeah i think it would have been like middle school sometime i had a i had a girlfriend yeah and she was over at my house you know my parents are home you know yeah. we weren't by ourselves or anything but right. you know you try to get away with what you can get away with while your parents are around you know right and uh she she looked at me and she goes I'm going to go to the bathroom. I want, I want you to, I want you to come in with me. No. And I was Why? like, well, here's, here's what I thought. You're going where you think this is going. 
I thought we were going to sneak in and, you know, make out in the bathroom, like, yeah. you know, yeah. and like, yeah, it was cool. going to be, that's it was cool. going to, that was going to be awesome. Cool. I was like, this that's is going to be that's awesome. This is going to be great. Yes. I will be there. I sign me up, put yeah. my name on the list. I will be there. And yeah. so, so she, she goes into the bathroom and then I, you know, I slip in yeah. and she goes, um, she shuts the door. And again, I'm like, Oh, it's going to get sexy in here. <laughs> and she's like, uh, she, she's all, uh, Hey, go, uh, go stand in the shower. What? And I was like, okay, <laughs> doesn't seem like on? what we need to do. Uh, like, seems like what I have in mind uh-huh. could be done right here. Uh-huh. And she goes, go, go stand in the shower. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I'm going to shut the door. Cause I'm shy. And I was like, what's about to happen? Yeah. Am I about to see a naked lady, yeah. you know, all excited. And I'm like, what's going to happen. And then she took a poop. Wait, <laughs> really? So, I'm, so you were standing in the shower, and she took a poo, and you, and <laughs> did you still want to make out? Were you still, were, no, were, that was even going to go home. Were you still like, okay, maybe she had to poo first. Now we're going to make out. There was oh. a very brief moment where I was like, maybe she had to go to the bathroom first. Yeah, and then I was sitting there, and I was like, ah, what, <laughs> what's she doing? So why did she need wait, you wait, 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 wait. Why did she need you in there for that? I don't know. You didn't we- ask? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the first. Wait, why did you need me in here? <laughs> no, I, it, she finished up. Yeah. I left. Yeah. I left the bathroom. Yeah. And I said, good day to her. <laughs> and I said, you can go, like, go home. Like, that was it. That was the end of it. Wait, who was she to you again? Just a girl my at girlfriend. school, right? A girlfriend. Yeah. 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 Oh, she was already your girlfriend? Well, I mean, as much as, like, middle schoolers are. Probably. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Still very weird. Okay. It's still Sorry. very yeah. weird. So I stood in a shower behind a shower door that was closed while she pooped and then. That was it. I got a good one for you. She just thought it'd be funny, and then she realized after it wasn't funny. It was weird. Did you guys break up after that, or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you break up with her, or did she break up with you? I. I think John. Well, I definitely broke. I'm kind of curious because I'm like, one of two things happened: either I broke up with her, or I completely ghosted her to a degree where it was very clear that we were broken up. That makes sense. That makes. I was wondering. Yeah. Um. Yes, she didn't break up with me. I'm just curious. She's like, that didn't go how I thought it was gonna go. I'm breaking up with you. You're like, what? This, this is very <laughs> You're similar. Up with me? I had this girl in high school who was in the drill team. Very cute, super hot. Uh, I thought I was on cloud nine because I couldn't believe she'd even go out with me. And we we're in the car. This is high school. We're making out, and right in the middle of this, I hear. <laughs> And then the car is filled with the worst freaking sour ass milk smell you've ever smelled. Like the worst part. She farted while you were making it? She farted. And I went. How'd you play it? You play it like you didn't smell anything? No. Hell no. There's a point where you can't pretend anymore. Everybody knows. And it was bad. You're awkward when you're a teenager. Like as an adult, you'd be like, well, that was a smelly (laughs) fart. You don't say something. Well, this is how it went. She, She made a face and went, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she went from, and I know this is bad, but she went from one of the cutest <laughs> girls I'd ever met to the ugliest dog in the world in my car. You, you, you didn't go like this? You didn't go, no! <laughs> oh my gosh, no! I, yeah. could, I couldn't get her <laughs> home go, fast enough. I'm going to eat them. You're like, don't worry, I'm not scared of stuff like that. 
so that was the end of that. I never dated her again. Uh, so but. were you guys were both in the car with somebody driving? No, the car, it was just me and her. You... It was just me and her. Oh, it was just like a pull over, make out kind yeah, of Yeah, we were like, I think we were somewhere. <laughs> I don't remember where, but we were alone. There was nobody else in the car with us. Okay, okay. Just... <laughs> Yeah, she cracked. I, I don't know up. why I thought maybe somebody was driving you while you were making out in the back. And I'll never forget it was like a like that. That's <laughs> kind of sound. <laughs> I mean, I guess did that not did that end too? Yeah, just t- oh yeah, that was the end. We we're done. I took her home. I didn't. Ma- I wasn't mad. Did you God. ghost her too? No, I kind of went. Oh wow. All right. Well, anyway, uh, actually, look at the time. You know, kind of everybody knows it's because of the fart. She <laughs> right. knows. She knows. She knows. Wow. Wow. I know. As I'm saying, we're you're an a hole when you're 15. What do you know? When yeah. You're 15? See, like yeah. It's just a, it'll pass, and the makeout will get good again once you get you know. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I would ever. That's like <laughs> an roll down, like, as an adult, you'd roll down the window, and be like, "All right, see you in 10 minutes." Oh yeah, no, as adults, who cares? I'll fart in bed tonight. All right, honey, go take a shit. You're done. Come back and we'll make out. You know, like that's, that's I'm going to roll over and uh, freaking Dutch oven my wife tonight, and it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be the good, best <laughs> joke ever. But that's my whole point. It's like it's just weird when you're 16. You have these ideas yeah, in your yeah, head, and she she just couldn't overcome it for me. And what's lame is <laughs> what's lame is I really made a mess of it because a bunch of her friends were pissed and everybody was mad at us. Oh I, no, yeah, I, it was yeah. probably yeah, yeah. drama. But that's still yeah. that's that's a fun story. But John's is way better, dude. Get in the shower while I poo <laughs> over here. That's weird. Well, John's is definitely weird. like weirder, but they're both good stories. If you ask me, <laughs> I never had that problem. I don't think oh, I never had so a, a poo issue or fart issue with a girl. She was so like, I mean, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what did you freaking eat? My gosh, what is going on in this car? It was so bad. I mean, my, my last girlfriend was one of those door open, take a poo kind of people. That yeah. was rough to get used to, but I got used to it. Yeah. You can get used to it. She'd be going to the bathroom. She'd be like, come in here and talk to me. And I'd be like, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to be in there. To <laughs> I, I know. I've seen it all. We've been going around for years. But I'm just like, you can close the door. <laughs> you can you can have privacy if you want. We can talk after you're done. Uh, that's too yeah. good. But all right. People, all kinds of people are different. It's a good yeah. story. You know, you got to, Scott, you always asked how do, uh, how do certain people find each other and you know, sometimes you get invited into the bathroom and sometimes I'm sure someone's into it. And I, I wasn't, but yeah, you know, maybe, somebody. maybe there's a scenario where I threw open the shower door and went, you found me. You found the right, uh, this, it's, it's happened. I never believed that there was a perfect person for me, but now I, I know. I still want to know what was she was thinking when she asked you to go in there, but I, I know yeah. she was young and maybe it was just a silly kid thought, like it yeah, would be funny. Maybe she was just into like. You know, maybe it just seemed dangerous and naughty, and or maybe know, it felt maybe she just felt com- comfortable knowing you were there, and yeah. she's in a stranger's well, bathroom, and she doesn't really you know know your parents, I and mean, it was something like that. It's probably some innocent. Well, that thing. could be, but they don't. We don't know how to use our when we're that age. Our emotions skew us in weird directions, and this she is also f- kissed with too many teeth. Like there, there was teeth involved in the kissing, and that's not ever oh, good. Jeez. So like yeah, what like was, like aliens alien uh, xena xenomorph just, it's just too much mouth open and like not lips pressed but it was just like it's like if you took a can and opened it and you put the can up around your mouth that's yeah. just what it felt like oh, man. why is that's, that so that's a terrible that's description just, yeah, it's gonna it seems, haunt me seems illegal oh it's gonna haunt me all night it's like making out with a dune worm all right uh <laughs> Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on, shall we? That was a great. I love that detour. Lost Ark to John in the shower while the girlfriend poops. Amazing. 
Um, yeah, so right. anyways, Lost Ark's super great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a definitely a recommend, but I'm I'm on I'm little the Korean MMO side. Like I stopped playing Black Desert for a reason. Yeah. Oh, and I have a feeling Endgame Gear is gonna be like Black Desert Online, which involves not getting cool stuff, but gamble grinding endlessly and gambling, gambling for shit. Yeah. So that would uh, suck. I hope not. But um, yeah, we'll good see. and small. Like I, it, it, it'll it's you should play it and try it, but like it's not the second. The hype is a little overhyped. Okay, I think maybe long term, unless you want to get into that. I don't know. I it, those games they do then they do it well. They do it well. They suck you in. You're like this is the best game ever. Yeah, and then you get to the you get to the end game. And you have that's when you have the vampire sucking on your blood. Yeah. And you're like, this game is so good. Yeah. Before you know why it, there's a no guy on you and, sucking your blood. You know, yeah. Why am I so unhappy? Yeah. So, maybe she was yeah. a vampire, John. Maybe you had a vampire girlfriend and I mean, maybe. They're like, puberty. Vampires poo. Yeah. It's yeah, do vampires blood. poo. <laughs> I don't know, do they? No, I don't want to know. Because it's blood. Are they it's all covering blood. what we do in the shadows? Not uh, like, yet, but I'm sure we got to get to it at some point. Because they only eat blood. Like, what stool are they making? Blood stool. They're making. Um, they're making coagulated like, poop. I, oh man, I don't want to know. I don't want to think about it. That's terrible. I, they're remember they're dead or undead. Like they, you know, I, but, maybe they don't even poop. Maybe nothing comes out of there ever. It's just a, maybe it's sealed shut. <laughs> Black Pudding says the Wraith. Fantastic. Thanks, Black Pudding. I mean, thanks, the Wraith. You fit. <laughs> your new name. Go change your Twitch name to Black Pudding. It's a, the law. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was awesome. Uh, let's get out of here. Hey, a quick reminder that we <laughs> all of this good stuff, man. It wouldn't happen uh, if we didn't have your support at patreon.com slash core show. I'd like to shout out a couple of people here. Uh, we have Andrew Stewart who's at our Corehound Silver level, also Blueberry at the same level, and Evan oh. Collins at the Hound Gold sorry, the Hound Gold level, which I don't remember wow. what that is. Uh, but it's an amazing <laughs> level. I haven't looked at the page in a little yeah, while. Yeah, it's been a bit. Uh, I got to remember what the Hound stuff is. I don't remember why we called them that. But anyway. Oh, Corehounds. Oh, Corehounds, duh. You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Corehound Silver, Corehound Gold, Corehound. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. Duh. Anyway, uh, you guys are awesome. Be like them. Be awesome. Go to patreon.com slash core show and uh, not only support us, but maybe get your name read on the show. That'd be cool. Uh, go check that out now. Uh, frogpants.com slash core for everything else you're looking for. And send us your feedback, your thoughts, your comments, and your emails to talktothecore at gmail.com. Before we go, one final word of wisdom from John. John? Look, you're going to be invited many places in life, uh-huh. and many of them are going to contain uh, wonders and adventures you could have never expected. But should your girlfriend ever invite you into the bathroom before you take the first step, you should probably ask why. <laughs> it's actually pretty good advice, even without the context. It's pretty good advice. I like it. Uh, Bo, what would you add with your wisdom? Uh, you know, if you- I don't have wisdom words today. Just email us at the email address. Tell us how you think vampires poo or not. All right. Yeah, it's a good one. Let's find out. I want to know. We'll, we'll discuss it next week. Yeah, let's solve, let's solve this, uh, this, this mystery. Uh, that's going to do it. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back next time with more of CORE. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.
We really pulled a boner on this one. 